How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. I'm back! Look at me. God, I'm tired. Had a long day yesterday. And uh, on top of a long day, I got kids like Heath Slater. They don't like to sleep in. Anyway, we got a lot to get into here today. I went to uh, Dynamite in Seattle yesterday. That was an awesome live show. Now, you've all seen Dynamite. I can do a, a Dynamite recap here later as we always do on thursday but if you guys have specific questions about dynamite or anything of that nature then you're welcome to contact me 425-780-7566 that is the text message line 425-780-7566 we can go through some of those here today i got a lot of stuff we only scratched the surface last night wrestling observer radio but uh, probably going to need uh, the Brian and Vinny show tonight to go through everything. So if you are not a subscriber to WrestlingObserver.com, you should sign up. It's going to be a fun show tonight because I didn't watch my favorite show, NXT. Which, let me tell you, wouldn't have been my favorite show this week. We didn't watch that show. I don't think Vinny did either. And so uh, it is going to be Dynamite tonight with Vinny. And also we will review... Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. Not sure what else there is to say about it. But uh, Vinny watched it twice. He loved it so much. Maybe I'll watch it again because it was awesome. So that's what's going to be on the show tonight. But today we've got the Dynamite Notes. We have got New Year's Dash. Wrestle Kingdom 17 is not going to involve AEW. Money in the Bank is going to the O2 Arena. NXT Ratings. You'll find this hard to believe. John Laurinaitis was advertised for an event. has been pulled. Too much heat. Huh. Anyway, back in a moment. Observer Live. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. 
until you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more, so you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bones. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800-915-9654-800-915-9654-800-915-9654. That's 800-915-9654. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. You know, I'm tired and I got a short fuse, so I'm just going to say this right off the bat here. If you are in the mood in the chat today to go on and on about star ratings, okay, two things here. Number one, number one, just don't. Actually, there's only one thing, okay? You're, you're either, you're, if you're upset about what Dave is going to give that Okada versus Osprey match, you're either A, trolling, in which case I don't want you on the chat, so we're going to get rid of you, or if you legitimately, legitimately are having your day ruined 
as it regards star ratings, then as a friend, as a friend, I identify you as someone who would be better off not being on the Internet. And so I'm going to help you by removing you from our Internet chat forum. Is that a deal, everybody? All right. Man, that match was awesome, wasn't it, Mike? It's a pretty good match. Golly, G. Willikers. That was one of the best matches I ever saw in my life. Pretty damn good. Yep. Really yep. is. I don't think there's an argument to be had here. A legitimate yeah. one. If 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 it just isn't. Okay. Yeah, throw throw the stupid yeah. stars out and just think of things as classics. You know what I'm saying? Like Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat still had classics, even though Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay just had one. You just put this up there in that great pantheon of great wrestling matches of all time because that's kind of what it was, you know, the story that got told, the presentation of the characters, the physicality of the match, the athleticism, the whole nine yards. It was a fantastic performance by both guys for damn sure. Hey, you know what else was great? What's that? A.W. Dynamite in Seattle. Hey, you were there. Golly. What'd you think? Golly, get, what a show that was. Did you get the good parking? Is anybody else not able to uh, get on Twitch right now? Uh, what? Yeah, my Twitch is. There's a network error. Yeah, How's well, the network error only affecting Twitch and not this thing right here? Is that what got the RSS feed too? Eh, who cares? I don't need to look at it. So anyway, yeah, I went to uh, I went to that dynamite show and uh, and it was awesome, and it was funny because afterwards there were people that said, "Man, I can't believe this crowd." I'm like, "You can't? So you're not from around here?" No. It's like, "Hello, Homer. guys. You know, uh, forget Everett." Like, Y'all need to know, you know the ledge. I can understand not pe- people not being excited about things in Everett and Tacoma, quite frankly. But uh, can if, if you can go back and find the last show in Seattle, you know, WWE show, Raw, SmackDown, where the crowd wasn't totally nuts, like, you're welcome to You'll let me know your about hat. It. Bro, they're always, they're always, always crazy. And the thing is, I go to these Defy shows, and they see... It feels like a thousand, but then people are like, "Ah, oh, it's only about whatever six, eight hundred or something." It feels like a lot of people there, and it's like an ECW. It's like a little building they're packed in like sardines. And dude, this place—it's an old building. Like I'm afraid someday it's going to collapse during a show. This place is just rocking. And uh, the show last night, I think they drew about eight thousand. And uh, of course, Defy never draws eight thousand. But you know, I don't go to every Defy show. Not every fan goes to every Defy show. I believe that every fan who has ever been to a Defy show that lives in the area, with maybe an exception or two, they all were at the show last night. Because, dude, Shaft came out, a Defy guy. This place went crazy for Shaft. <laughs> and, I mean, it's one thing to, to cheer for, you know, Aubrey Edwards or Brian Danielson or these guys that, you know, they're from around here, but they're on national TV every week. Shaf! No. They went crazy for this guy. And before the show started, there was a Nick Wayne chant. They're chanting for Nick Wayne. He was there. He Well, he was there, all right. Yeah, he was there. We'll talk a lot about that tonight on the Brian and Vinny show. Hey, look, you are prone to hyperbole. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Never. You always, not a you single always, time I've ever been hyperbolic. You have never, ever in your entire life been hyperbolic, but... You have been accused as such, but in this case, you may actually be correct. How long did people in the Pacific Northwest, how long did people in southern Canada, how long did people wait 
for AEW to come to town with Dynamite. So if you were a wrestling fan worth your salt and didn't actually have to go out and work or provide for your family, I bet you you were looking forward to this. And all of those fans, it happened to fall on a day where a lot of hardcore wrestling fans are the most jazzed up because it happened to fall on a big wrestling, not saying weekend, but day. January 4th, the Tokyo Dome. Kenny Omega yeah, it was a big, it was there. a really big day. It was yeah. uh, 28 years ago, uh, I believe, yesterday that we got the finger poke of doom. 23. Oh, well, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess it was. It, yes, was, it was. It was January 4th, and it it did actually suck. Georgia Dome. Which, by the way, I forgot. Spray painted Goldberg's head. I'd forgotten about this, but that was actually also the same day that Mick Foley won the title and Tony Schiavone dropped yeah. the famous line. And uh, he has now redeemed himself uh, 24 years later, I believe. Oh, Mick Foley, yeah, he's doing a lot of good charitable work Not Mick work Foley, right you now. idiot, Tony Schiavone. Oh, oh. Well, I don't think he actually ever needed to have redeeming, to be honest with you. And that may be my Jim Crockett side coming out, but if you want to criticize him for anything, it's it's the people that point to him and say he's the one who had the David Arquette idea. I mean, I guess if you wanted to accuse him of something, that would be it, but... He did his job as an announcer at a time where, at some point, something was going to backfire big time, and it just unfortunately happened to be Tony Schiavone, even though Eric Bischoff and, and others should be the you know equally hanging their heads as being a part of that. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll review the uh, the show here, but uh, yeah, Nick Wayne was there, yeah. and uh, you had your seat. You want to hear an interesting story? Yes. Well, I showed up early because we did a talk as Jericho with Nick Wayne. Because Jericho wanted to do a show with Nick Wayne, but Nick Wayne's father is Buddy Wayne. And Buddy Wayne passed away when Nick was 11. And so he asked if I would do the show so that I could talk about Buddy Wayne and, you know, my memories of wrestling with him and and uh, the great moments we had and et cetera, et cetera. So we do this show and... Near the end, you know, Chris goes, uh, you know, Nick, what, what do you remember as far as like wrestling memories of, of your dad? Because he, he passed away when you were 11. And the memory that Nick had was a match that I had with Buddy in 2014. It was a match down in, uh, in Oregon. And I will never forget because this guy decided he was going to rent this giant building in Oregon. It's like the, the Portland Convention Center, something huge. And my wife's sister lived like three blocks away, and so she was going to go to the show. And we're driving there, and we got to the building, and her, her eyes are wide, like, oh, my God, I didn't realize the show was so big. I thought it was just going to be like a little show in an armory or whatever. It's a giant building. So, of course, we walk in, and there was maybe, you know, 200 people that actually bought tickets. So it's this giant cavern, and then there's the ring, and then, they, you know, they ran the show or whatever. But I wrestled, I wrestled Buddy on that show and it was like my first match in four years i hadn't wrestled since 2010 he called me he goes dude this guy's running the show in oregon would you you want to come in and do this match and it was the same match we always did we showed up and he wouldn't tell me anything and we called the whole thing in the ring and just went through the the whole nine yards and i learned yesterday i never knew this do you know who, ding, 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 was the timekeeper, rang the bell for that match? Who? Well, it was his first week 
in this business. Young Darby Allen was the man who rang the bell for that match. And now, here we are, seven years later, whatever, Nick Wayne is in the front row doing an angle with Samoa Joe and Darby Allen on a show where Darby Allen, who was told by everybody who lived in Washington, you can never, you'll never be a wrestler, and he believed it. And then finally he found a school, which just happened to be run by a guy who was 5'5", who said, you know what, buddy, you can make it in this business. And he trained, and he won the title in the main event of the first ever AEW show in Seattle. I couldn't make this up. I can a moment with more Observer Live. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, 
Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Man, I hope we get this uh, Twitch thing fixed quick. Really? feel really bad for all these blokes that are in the... Uh, YouTube chat. Now what's happening? What's on my screen now? What's happening? Oh Uh, my god, did a moth flutter? Is it back? Oh no, what? Uh, It might be back actually. Uh, It's very exciting for the radio Who's running this thing, Elon Musk? Oh no. I think I mentioned this the other day, but I'm going to mention it again here on this show. This stupid Twitter app. Yeah, it sucks. Sucks, okay? Yeah. So this this bloke bought Twitter, Mm -hmm. and... You know, it was like, man, there's a disaster coming. And all these idiots were like, oh, it'll be fine. You think this smart guy bought it without a plan? And blah, 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 blah. And then what do you hear? Oh, well, he fired half of the people that work there. Then, you know, the Seattle offices, I think they've gone bankrupt or something like that. And they have no toilet paper. But I keep hearing the same thing. Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, this guy's smart. It's like, what? Is he going to be in there programming it himself? No. You don't have... Hey, listen. I don't have a billion dollars. But I got a lot of money, according to the internet. And you know what a smart guy does? Well, he doesn't do it by himself. He hires other smart guys. You know what a smart guy doesn't do? He doesn't fire 75% of the smart guys after he buys a place. So, this stupid Twitter app has been broken for weeks now. And the one that is irritating me beyond all measure is when I open it up and that little thing, you know that little envelope in the bottom right? Yeah. Your your DMs? Yes. Well, this little number comes up. Two. Oh, I got two DMs. I push the thing. Nothing! And then at the top, it's this thing that says message requests. Five people. These are people that you don't follow that are now trying to message you. And then you go in there and you decide if you want to communicate with them or not. Well, you know, it says now there's eight. I click on it, and there's nothing. Everything is broken. It's falling apart. And I had to listen to these people going, oh, don't worry. He's real smart. It'll be fine. You know, Twitter's something that's just going to always exist. You know, you don't need you don't need to have anyone running it or, or you know, fixing things. or It's just always going to run because we live with it every day. So obviously nothing's ever going to go wrong. 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 Jiminy Christmas. Fix the Twitter app or shut the thing down. Or hire all those people that you fired so they can come back and make the thing work. You dummy. Got any other thing the other day was like, it changed something about the check mark. Okay? So now now here's what my check mark says. The one you bought? No, the one that I, that I got for being whatever. Verified account, it says. Listen to this. All right. This is a legacy verified account. It may or may not be notable. <laughs> Dude, 
Do you know how hard it was to get these stupid things back in the day? Now, now I actually got one the way they used to do it. And now it goes, you know, it may or may not be notable. But if I pay $8, I can go up there and change my name to Elon Musk, get a blue check mark, and start tweeting about how this app sucks. Plans change, Brian. Times change. You may not be notable anymore. They're not real Dude, sure about as that. As God is my witness, I don't care if I have a blue check mark. It, there's nothing about it that makes a Twitter experience any better or worse for me. There's no feature that I use. I don't care, but I find it funny that as somebody who had to go through and tumble through all these hoops, now it's like, well, you can buy one for eight ninety nine. Yeah. But if you used to have one, we can't we can't promise it was actually notable or anything exceptional. God. I was hover right under ten thousand. I was like, yeah, I was at like nine nine seven five for a while, and then just for whatever reason, he bought it and the bottom fell out, and a bunch of people disappeared. And whatever happened there, fine. I wish so, a bunch of my followers would disappear. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever. And I don't get mind a the bots. Out. I'm talking about the actual people. I wish <laughs> they'd stop following me and typing all this stupid stuff about ratings and star ratings and this and that. Go away! You need to curate your timeline a whole lot I don't better, even bother reading it. People Let's... asked me if I was going to buy a check mark, and it's like, no, wait a second. The only thing I needed was like a few hundred more followers more to get the check mark anyway, or to be whatever for it. And it's like, I don't care. I just or to monetize it. And it's like, I, I don't care. I don't care about the blue check mark. None of that matters. I would rather just know that all my followers are real people and not bots. Even if I have you on mute. Okay, we got to talk about at least a couple of things for the Dynamite Report. All right. Had to warm the I know, back I up know again. that I, I know that the crosshairs are always on me anytime I say the name. Now it's going to be worse because I'm not going to say the name right. Mercedes what? Monet. No. No. Bro, when I heard Dave tell me that there was a way you had to properly pronounce this name last night, do you know what happens when there's somebody that tells me you have to pronounce this? Am I getting a check from Mercedes Monet? No! Monet! Monet. It's Mercedes Monet, Monet whatever it is. Mercedes Monet. She is debuted. Dom, jump on here. You heard it yesterday at nauseum. What is her name? Monet. Monet. Huh. Well, I'm going to pronounce it however I want. If she don't like it, she can send me a check with a pronunciation guide. Or whatever. So the stands back and then I'll say it again. exactly how it's supposed to be said. Monet. Didn't they have... Who, who did they have... Didn't they have a WWE woman named Monet? Am I wrong? Lisa Monet? Who was that? Didn't they have a Monet? I don't know. Somebody. They, they had to have. Frankie Monet! Frankie Monet. Frankie Monet. That was Monet. Valkyrie. Yes. I guess she wants us to know that she's not related to Frankie Monet. No, she's not French. She just likes money. Well, anyway, she is uh, she is obviously with New Japan, and uh, and she's uh, going to be wrestling at Battle in the Valley in San Jose. Valet. It might be Valet. It might be it ba- might be the Battle in the Valet, and it might be B A T T E L like uh, Kaiju Big Battle. But one way or the other, she's, who, who hosts this show on Saturdays? She will be uh, she will be wrestling um, Kyrie now. Jim Valet. Now I want to make this very clear because every time I talk, no matter what I said about, I'm always going to get it. 
Even I mean, I'm always honest. Maybe because and I'm going to be honest right now. Back. Hold on, I'm going to be honest right now because I've heard about this for three days now. What? It was not Monet's fault that her finish got screwed up. Okay, it wasn't. No, it was not. No. Now I watched it and Maybe I was like, little. "What in God's name was that?" And then I watched the the GIF over and over and over again, and uh, and what happened was she was going to do the gory special. And as she spun her around, Kyrie was supposed to land on her feet to take the DDT. And for whatever reason, and I actually have seen a lot of conspiracy theories and heard, mind you, for whatever reason, Kyrie spun around to her knees. And so there was no head to grab for a DDT. And so Mercedes had to fall on her back and, uh, and do the move. But it was not her fault, okay? So I want to make that clear. Because I am a fair man. Now, as far as will she be in AEW, as I mentioned on the Dave show last night, I don't have any idea, okay? Now, it was weird because I said, you know, Dave was, I said, you know, no one's actually denied. You would think that if she wasn't going to be there, there would be actual, you know, denials from the AEW side. And and Dave goes, well, there there have been denials. And I said, from who? And he goes, and he said, from people in the match. Now, I think he meant from people in the company. Because apparently there's only so many people in the match. And uh, and I heard there were people who got a lot of heat today. And they were all like, who? Nobody tells Dave anything about this. So here's what I believe, okay? Here's what I believe. And I know people are going to go, oh, he's walking the line. Yeah, I am walking the line because I don't know. I can tell you for a fact, for a fact, that Mercedes has told people it will not be her. They have flat out asked, and she has said no, okay? It is it's possible she's telling the truth, okay? But she also did tell people that she wasn't going to the Dome and she did, okay? So I cannot just trust her telling people that she's not going to AEW. But she did tell people that, okay? Now, the other thing here is they did announce who the mystery partner was going to be on Dynamite. And normally, to me, that would be like the end of it. But if you if you watched the segment, Britt Baker called her, she says, I'm the boss, winked. I think she winked. I didn't actually see it, but someone said she... Did she wink? But for sure she said, I'm the boss, right? Yes. Okay. Why would you have Britt Baker say, I'm the boss? Why would you do that? Because now, like, you know you're going to get Mercedes chance next week, right? And if you do, you can't be mad about it, right? You had her say, I'm the boss! Well, so... I think it's possible that she is going to AEW, but she's not going to be able to wrestle until after Battle in the Valley. And so it would be just like an appearance and not an actual match. Like, I think there's a possibility, that, but I don't know, because she's also told me it's not being here. I don't know what's going on. But what I'm saying is, I am not ruling either situation out right now. We're going to get Mike's thoughts after the break, because I know he's got something to say, right? I do. Observer Live.
is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, before I do Dynamite, anything else you want to say about this Mercedes deal? Well, I'd like to think that something fell through maybe with Mercedes or that she is going to be there in some form because otherwise you have three really stupid baby faces, in my opinion. In fact, I don't even know why I would be cheering for uh, Soraya and Tony Storm when Britt Baker and, and Jamie Hayter, they seem like they're one fighting unit. They're fighting on behalf of AEW and... Here you have 
Soraya with Hikaru Shida sitting right there, almost like it's a cartoon, leaning over and going, you're the best women's wrestler in the world, Tony Storm. I'm going to team with you. And they are cutting back and forth between Hikaru Shida and Renee. And it's like it was so over the top. Maybe they're trying to pull a fast one over on Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. That's what I'm hoping, because otherwise, that was cartoonish WCW 1992 levels of silliness as far as turning a character and usually when you're doing something like that it's the bad guys conspiring leaving one of the knuckleheads like a rick steiner left out of the conversation so i hope they're going somewhere with this that does not just rely on what you got because you are going to hear those chants for sasha banks anyway or mercedes money so i don't know if you really help matters here with your baby faces Show it up with Ricky Starks and Chris Jericho. And my God, the crowd. This match was so great. And you know what I liked about it? I don't even know really how they did it. I guess they just had a really great match. But I was worried about Jericho putting over Ricky Starks because Ricky Starks needed to beat Chris Jericho. But you want it to feel like a meaningful win and not, oh, you beat some guy who's on a skid. He just lost to that uh, jobber, and now he's losing again. But I think they worked it well enough, and they they made Jericho enough of a threat, and they had the great spot where, you know, he's got Ricky in the walls, and Ricky's almost got the ropes, and there's a distraction. They hit Ricky in the face with the bat, and you think, for oh, man, it's over now. And Ricky still fights out and does the whole deal. When it was over, it felt like Ricky had gotten a very meaningful win. He beat Jericho. He beat up the geeks on the outside. He speared him clean in the middle. It wasn't like Jericho was portrayed as a, a loser or somebody who'd lost a step. It was great. And then they beat him down afterwards, and Andretti came out. They beat him down. They put Starks through a table. And I thought this was a, an excellent opening segment. Then we had the disaster that was the Moxley hangman promo. And... uh Let me tell you something. Moxley gets a lot of passes, but he's got to stop throwing around the F word. Well, he really kind of does. He was in a bad it, mood. He was in a bad mood. I'm sure but, Warner Discovery probably was, too. I want to make something clear here, okay? Because I, I heard a lot of, like, what went wrong last night. I heard a lot of people talk about what went wrong. And the thing I kept hearing was Moxley threw the mic, and that's what screwed everything up. And... I have to, I, I, I heard it so many times that I'm actually kind of getting hot about it. I was in the building, and there are 8,000 other people that will back me up here. We could not hear Hangman. We could not hear him, okay? This was an issue before Moxley came out. Now, when we could barely hear Hangman, I think I heard like 5% of what he said. Then Moxley came out, and he's and we can't hear him either. That's when everyone started chanting, we can't hear you. But we were chanting that not specifically because of Moxley. We couldn't hear Hangman either. So this was an issue from before there was any throwing or anything. Something was up with that mic. So then he came out, and then he throws the mic, and I don't know if he threw the wrong one, but he threw the mic and it made a noise, so I think he threw the one that was working. Then he has the one that's not working. Now he's really mad. And anyway, when we finally could hear him, it was like a good promo, but, man, this was a disaster. And uh, 
I will say that the the AEW production was not the biggest heel of the night. It was actually MJF when he uh and it, here they are, they're coming in. I was there. Brian is right. Could not hear the hangman. I'm telling you, it was a problem from the beginning of the segment, not from throwing mics. I'm sure throwing mics wasn't good for the mic, but still. They did the uh the preconditioning deal with MJF, and it was every cheap heat heel thing you've ever heard. But when he made fun of Seattle for screwing up the Super Bowl, and then he required them to play the footage, man, you're talking about some PTSD. These people were so angry. They were so mad. And then, you know, as much as I love, you know, great heels and trolling the fans and everything like that, then 45 minutes later, they played the exact same video. So they'd already heard it. They'd already been mad. And that footage came on the screen again, and they got triggered all over again. And I swear to God, there were people, they were standing, ah, they were so mad. The second time. Like, they should have gave it to Marshawn. Like, they yeah, should have. He's right. You guys are marks. Gee, many Christmas. Like, it's just a game. <sighs> then we had the acclaimed versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, AEW Tag Team titles. I want to publicly apologize for everything negative I've said about Jeff Jarrett being back on TV as a wrestler. This guy has been great. And he's not going for the TNT title. He's not going for the AEW title. We have got a giant... We've got a guy that runs around with a pencil all afternoon, by the way. I was there at 11 a.m. He already had the pencil in his ear, which I think might have been the only pencil in all of Seattle because at one point he had to run for something and the pencil fell out, and he like frantically looked for his pencil. And then you've got Jay Lethal, who's a, just a great worker, and then you've got this old cowboy Jeff Jarrett who's like, he does only what he can do. It all looks good. The people hate him. The heat for this match was incredible. And then they did the old school dusty finish. The heels got the win because of Sanjay. And out comes Seattle's own Aubrey Edwards. And she gets the match restarted. And these people were like, yeah, we could have won the Super Bowl. They're flipping everybody off. And then they restarted in the acclaimed win. And they were so happy. Dude, this was awesome. Awesome segment here. too. Yeah. I had a big fantasy book and thing about Brian Danielson never happened. He just beat Tony Nese fast. And then they did the long thing with MJF, and they're talking about each other's moms and, and this and that. And the gist of it is, Brian Danielson needs to become the number one contender. So he needs to win every match. It's interesting. He has to win every match until February 8th or something like that. And if he does, then he gets a championship match in March. So I guess, like, in storyline, Tony's like, I need a month to promote or not promote. So we've got to make a decision on February 8th. It's fair. So he has to win every match, and if he does, it will be Brian Danielson versus MJF in an Iron Man match. And uh, this MJF bloke, I mean, he's, he's going to need to shoot, screw this thing up, because uh, you don't want this match, Max. I'm Damn. telling you as a man who's had two, I've had two hour-long matches. I love Brian Danielson. I love him. He's a great worker. But it is not a work that he has one speed. And he is going to go that one speed for one hour. And you're either going to go or you're going to die. And uh, Max better be running, brother. He better be running on that treadmill. And you need to put it on the incline. And you need to do intervals. 
and you do at least like two hours a day every day. I know it's fake, but just trust me on this one. He's the old school, right? That's what he talks about. That's who he's been blessed by. That's who he's the throwback to. He's got to live up to it in the ring. Got the sixty-minute man. He's the new the new version of that, right? Well, he's here's his chance to prove it. And the understated brilliance of Brian Danielson just volleying things back to MJF and and thing. MJF needs to show humility sometimes in situations. He can't. Sometimes he's too one speed. What we've seen from him with Ricky Starks, what we're seeing with Brian Danielson is him against people that are volleying back, and he's letting him do it, and he's letting it go. And I thought Danielson was brilliant. You know, hey, Max, you know, I made the mom joke and everything, but you know what? I hate you, and I'm going to kick your, your damn head in. And I thought that promo, especially the end of it, selling into the commercial, I thought that was great. This guy here goes, stop projecting, Brian. Just because you can't doesn't mean MJF can't. Listen, Dark Man 05. Maxie uh, Brian. Of me, Max, and you, one of us has done two one-hour matches. So I don't want to hear about it. Oh. Yeah, you heard me. Yeah. MJF out there talking about dirt sheet writers never been in the ring. You know what, Max? Of the two of us, one of us, one of us has had two one-hour matches. And one of us hasn't. Did you win them? Won one of them. I didn't win the one with Tim Flowers. Yeah. Because he was the promoter. Anyway, so it works. Yeah, it was it was fake. The other one was real. Swerve Strickland and AR Fox. Crowd was tired after that MGF promo with with Danielson. So they had a they had a fun match and everything like that. But uh, it was it was this was very like a WWE match where they sit there quietly, and it's like they don't care. But then a cool spot happens and they erupt into this is awesome chance. Then they sit there again and then some cool happens like holy you know what? And at the end, Swerve got the win and. You know, it was it was a good match, but I think what's most notable is this bro, this swerve. Man, this guy came off as a big deal. So they need to go with this guy because he's great. Oh, can they listen to Seattle, though? I mean, really. Yeah. Oh. FTR, uh, this thing was just weird. The Guns did a, uh, they did a funeral for FTR, and, you know, they didn't announce to the audience that they were in Japan. They just played their music and they never came out. I presume most people knew they worked the Dome, but if you didn't, you were like, man, what cowards. Then we no, had... Uh, they, they played it up as if they knew they weren't in that building at all. They brought out the easel with the pictures on it and everything. And I guess this is a good way to announce that FTR might take a couple weeks off to heal up from some of the injuries and the travel and all that sort of stuff, since the gun said they you would never see them in uh, AEW again. And we had Jade Cargill and Red Velvet against Sky Blue and Kira Hogan. They, they thought that Jade was a star. And that's all I can say that was good about this match. The wrestling was not very good. I have no idea why Red Velvet is teaming with Jade after literally breaking up twice prior to this. Finally, she walks out on her. And then Jade just turns around and she just beats both of these women by herself. Which leads to them announcing... Jade will be defending the title against Kira Hogan, one of the two geek baby faces in this match. At Battle of the Bells, this did not work at all for How me. How did Layla Gray look? But the main event, Darby Allen, Samoa Joe, this little bell ringer, he went in there and he got his bell rung. Let me tell you. Got beaten. But you know what? I got to tell you one thing. I was scared to death when he took that Yurinage on the uh, the steps and everything. But honestly, other than that, this was like a thousand times safer than the last match he did with Samoa Joe. 
That last match he had with Joe, I as God is my witness, if they would have just done an MMA fight, it would have turned out way better for Darby. Because this pro wrestling match, dude, I mean, I don't think he's ever been, like, falling that bad on a half pipe. So anyway, they do the whole thing. He sells his knee. Joe's a great heel. And then finally, Joe gets run headfirst into the buckle. Darby hits that coffin drop off the one corner. He hits the coffin drop off the other corner. He gets the pin. And for that guy that argued that Darby should not win this title in his hometown, you need to publicly apologize to me because you could not have been more wrong. Dummy. God, this place went nuts. And they had the confetti, and they're going crazy. And then Darby cuts his promo afterwards, and he's putting over Nick Wayne, and he's putting over the city of Seattle, and talking about how he can never give up, and this and that. Dude, one of the best live shows I ever went to, like a TV taping. I've been to better pay-per-views, but as far as the TV taping, unbelievable. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood, but did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days. All in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218. That's 800-950-8218. Paid for by Want to Sell. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. 
And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for 120 bucks with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. 800 That's 800-965-1295. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. And the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Rampage! Show's live, so you don't have to worry about spoilers or anything. Brian Danielson, John Moxley versus Top Flight. We'll hear from the House of Black. Perro Peligroso is in action. He's not Italian. What am I doing? Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker versus the Renegade Twins. I'll roll it like that. Who are anyway. not twins, but are related. What? They are. What? Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Wait, wait. Us. The acclaimed right. will face Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal in a no-holds-barred match. Challenge you on. Jade Cargill defends the TBS title against Sky Blue. Orange Cassidy versus... For being less of a geek. That's Kip why she got the title Sabian. shot. Yeah, Sky Blue. Yeah, I screwed up who got the... Like it matters. They both were made to look like geeks. <laughs> exactly. I'm saying. And then Two in uh, Dynamite next week, match seven in the Best of Seven series. By the way, that story about the Elite uh, being deep in negotiations for a uh, new contract. Mm-hmm. They're not. That's, that's what they told you? I'm just you? telling you. Okay. Backstage. They weren't even there. Mm-hmm. They weren't. They weren't at the show, dude. Prove it. Prove they weren't there. Yeah. What? Come on, you were there at eleven o'clock. You I was there pictures? all day. They weren't at the show. Mm-hmm. Who were you talking to, Ryan? I think FTR was there too, hiding. They were too scared of the ass boys. Why, to come why out? do you have to draw uh, FTR into this? You knew where they were. Why are you always dragging FTR, Brian? Is that what your side always? Brian does? Danielson is going to face Takeshita. Dave was so excited about that. <laughs> I think he urinated on air. <laughs> <laughs> Jungle Boy and Hook versus Lee Moriarty. And you know who I sat in front of? The who? people who came up with the name Big Ass Bill Moriarty. That is sign. <laughs> they were literally right behind me. And John Moxley versus Hangman Adam Page. Thanks for listening, everybody. More tonight on the Brian and Vinny Show. A lot more Wrestling Observer Live.